Hey everyone, this is Brian Hoops, and you are listening to Walking Through Fire. Family can be a weird and beautiful thing. Some families are very close-knit, all the way from their great-uncles to third cousins. Some are broken homes, and some people just don't want to know about their family's past. Whatever the case is, we as humans ultimately cannot choose where we are born, what family we are born to, the types of people they are, or what some of our family members may end up doing with their lives. This leads us to today's topic. Originally, I wanted to see if some of history's worst dictators or military leaders had family members that went on to do something cool. I was kind of hoping or picturing reading something like, oh, you know that movie Harry and the Hendersons? Well, Harry was played by Gaddafi's son. It turns out, though, most of their family members want to separate themselves from their terrible relative as much as possible and just kind of fade into the background of history. Our story today revolves around a relative of one of the worst men to ever exist. The relative's name was William Patrick Houston, but was born William Patrick Hitler, the son of the half-brother to Adolf Hitler. To get a better examination of the life of William Hitler, we need to set the stage with a brief overview of the life of Adolf Hitler's half-brother, Alois. Alois Hitler Jr. was born in Vienna in 1882 and grew up with the rest of his family, including his brother Adolf, the one of Nazi Germany fame. While growing up, Alois constantly got into fights with his father and didn't get along with his stepmother. So he bailed at age 14 and moved to Dublin, Ireland. While there, he met Bridget Dowling at a horse show in 1909, and the two of them ran away to get married in London. Before I get too far into this, I want to go ahead and throw out this disclaimer. I try to ultimately present the most unbiased view when sharing a story, but there was not too many scholarly articles written on this subject for me to pull from. Uh, apparently, Bridget Dowling, the wife of Alois Hitler, had written a memoir, but it, by many historians it was deemed not very credible, so I'm trying to patch this together from numerous sources, all of which I will go ahead and post as soon as I collect everything and get everything recorded. I will say this, in my research, Bridget had a lot of nicknames, and one thing I've learned in life is that a person with a lot of nicknames, or people who introduce themselves by their nickname, probably can't be completely trusted. William Willie Patrick Hitler was born on March 12, 1911, in Liverpool in the United Kingdom. Not too much is known about his childhood, but his mom, Bridget, stated in her memoirs during William's childhood that his uncle Adolf stayed with the family in Liverpool between 1912 to 1913 in order to avoid the draft. This has been dismissed by historians, though, because it seems that Adolf had volunteered for the Bavarian army during the First World War because the German army at the time was made up of these, like, regional armies within Germany. It turns complicated, and we won't go further on that in this episode because it's not relevant. But at the same time, please don't take that as me standing up for Hitler. In 1914, Alois went on a gambling tour of Germany. His time there is pretty blurred, but it seemed like at one point he tried starting a restaurant. His time there, though, he did manage to avoid serving in the First World War. The circumstances are pretty hard to find, though. During this time, Alois did remarry and they had another son, but that's kind of another story. 
Around 1929, and not to jump in huge gaps here, Willie went to visit his father in Germany and met with his rising star uncle, Adolf. Between 1929 to 1932, it seemed Willie traveled back and forth between Great Britain and Germany. He also at this time began writing about what it was like to be related to, at the time, the world's biggest up-and-coming political figure. Adolf did not like this and asked Willie to stop. Willie did benefit on his uncle's position in terms of employment. Adolf Hitler had set up Willie with jobs at an unknown bank and also as a car sales representative at a, I believe now defunct company called Opel Automotives. Willie tried being a good son and he attempted to send money back to his mother but at this point, the Anglo-German relations had deteriorated, so there were different blockades, and German authorities did not allow uh, money to leave the country. Willie was eventually fired from his job at Opel Automotives for stealing a car after about a year. In 1936, Willie moved back to the United Kingdom. It was hard for him to find a job because, well, his last name pretty much barred him from a lot of you know, employment opportunities, and he was also rejected from serving the British Armed Forces. Down on his luck, Willie attempted to blackmail his uncle Adolf. Willie's plan was to bring up embarrassing family stories about the Hitler family, especially in Adolf's youth, and was going to bring up claims that their entire family were descendants of Jews. None of this seemed to sway his uncle Adolf, but it would have been devastating to his reputation and kind of the cult of personality in which Adolf Hitler had kind of brewed around him at this point. In 1938, Adolf offered Willie a high-ranking position within the Nazi party, when I say high-ranking, quote-unquote high-ranking, on the terms that Willie would renounce his British citizenship and swear an oath to Germany. Willie believed this to be a trap, being that he had, you know, previously attempted to blackmail his uncle and was pretty much bad-mouthing him all over British press, so Willie refused. In 1939, Willie wrote an article for Look Magazine titled, Why I Hate My Uncle. I wish I could have found the transcripts to it, but the only thing I could find were original copies of the actual magazine, which are priced at about the lowest end, about $795. If you're interested... I think it's on a website called like rarmagazines.com if I remember, but like, yeah, if you want to check it out, go, go ahead and look for it, but it's, it's costly. So Willie basically took a shit on his uncle through the Look Magazine article in 1939. Also around this time, William Hearst, the grandfather of Patty Hearst, which for those of you who don't know who Patty Hearst is, she was a kidnap victim and later participant in a terrorist organization called the Symbionese Liberation Army in the 1970s, which is a pretty fascinating story uh, if you have a chance to look it up. But I will definitely do an episode about different U.S. domestic uh, terrorists and militia groups as well. But William Hearst had Willie and his mother come to a speaking tour in the United States about what it was like being related to you know, Adolf Hitler. I mean, people wanted to hear that. World War II broke out in Europe in 1939, and it made it impossible for Willie to move back home, partially because travel sucked then, and also because his last name was Hitler. So that kind of flagged him. 
Well, he began lobbying to try to serve in the U.S. military. And in 1942, he took it as far as to write a letter directly to President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, which in turn FDR read and passed on to the FBI director and infamous cross-dresser J. Edgar Hoover. Eventually, Willie was cleared and was sworn in the U.S. Navy as a hospital corpsman, or what we would call, I guess in the Army, as a medic, on March 6, 1944. There aren't too many records about what he exactly did or where he was stationed during his service. I think it's speculated that he was um, stationed on a ship in the Atlantic Theater of War, but again, like I can't really find anything about it. But what we do know is that he did, in fact, receive a Purple Heart for being injured during combat. Willie was discharged from the Navy in 1947 and married a woman named Phyllis Jean Jacques. Willie had grown tired of the attraction his last name gave him and ultimately changed his name to William Stewart Houston. His wife and him settled in a small town in Long Island. The couple never had kids, and Willie passed away on July 14, 1987. There's not too much record in terms of what he really did after the war, other than that he had moved to uh, just a small town in Long Island with his wife. As I mentioned before we really got into this episode, there's not too much information, and it probably sounds vague at times, and I skipped over things, and there were large gaps in the story. But honestly, if you were related to the worst man to ever exist in history, would you be trying to tell your story 24-7? Uh, I don't know. It turns into like one of those weird gaps. Um, I couldn't imagine what it would be like being Willie Hitler you know, nowadays if this were to occur in 2019. But, I mean, what, like... I wonder kind of what that would look like. But overall, there you have it. It's a story of the Hitler that fought against Hitler and tried scamming him as much as possible. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm Brian Hoops, and I promise I will have another episode for you next week. Thank you again so much for listening to this.